Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Welcome to another mini-episode where workplace consultant Pete Havel joins me in analysing one of our previous stories and giving his advice on what could be done in a similar situation. Today we are analysing episode four, When the Nightmare Gets Help. Sandy was on government support while working a casual job and found herself being berated by her boss. And um, I got a message back saying how unacceptable it is to be taking days off for a friend who's in hospital and I should have gone after work or before work and I should have come anyway. I was like, I'm really sorry. Like, it was a really serious reason why I took work off. Unfortunately, the situation just got worse, especially when her payment support provider backed her boss instead of her. And she started telling me that as someone who was through a job um, provider agency, I was only allowed to take sick days if I was personally sick. So basically between the two of them, they were telling me I couldn't, I wasn't allowed to take time off from my casual job. That gave me three shifts a week. Sandy eventually found other work, but was trapped in that situation for some time. This is Pete's take on what happened. And that boss that uh, wanted to get into her personal life and uh, and trying to decide what sick days are important, what sick days aren't, that is the micromanager from hell. And, and that is, uh, that's certainly something everybody always needs to, uh, to watch out for her creating the, um, uh, creating a paper trail, putting, putting things from what it sounded like a, uh, a citation in writing against her to me sounded like somebody that was laying the groundwork for future problems for her. Um, the, um, the throwing down of uh, a reference to a future job reference that you might need. Again, that's just one more of those things that I viewed, as I heard it, as kind of a subtle threat against her of, if you don't do this, you're not going to get a, a good reference. Um, I'm going to continue to uh, try and get you in trouble with people higher up in the company. All those different things definite uh, red flags. I'm trying to remember exactly how, how Sandy's episode ended. Um, so I think she managed to get other work, but was trapped at the time because the, the help for the, the boss or the, the owner of the company was uh, provided by the, uh, we call it Centrelink, but um, the, the money support system from the government because the job was only casual. She was on financial right. support. 
Uh, and so she was sort of trapped in a situation where she couldn't get any more money unless she kept going with, along with the boss and apologizing because uh, the support system there was in favor of the boss. Yeah, the, definitely an abusive relationship. That, uh, and, and I've got to think with those types of situations where the boss always has the upper hand because she certainly knew what, the, uh, what Sandy was up against in terms of the, uh, the agency being up against her, uh, their policies creating a, a power struggle that Sandy was always going to lose. That gives them a lot of leverage. And um, I've got to think eggs on a, a supervisor that probably started out pretty bad to begin with and only becomes worse because they realize, look at all these tools I've got against my employees. So in the end, her decision to just, like you've said before, keep looking for work, but hold out is probably the best way to go. It, it is, um, and it, you don't want to create, um, create more problems, but her decision to go was a, eventually was a very smart one in that, especially when you realize, as she did, that the, the deck was stacked against her, that, uh, that she was not going to win that battle. She could have been fighting that for years and losing each and every time. And some people try and do that, or some people make a decision that they think is, oh, it's the right thing to do. I'm going to go above my boss because I'm in the right, and let me talk to somebody higher up. And nine times out of ten, that's not going to be taken very well. Every once in a while, you, you might win that, but for the most part, unless there's something illegal going on or something that's going to – show up in, in the newspaper headlines or something like that, an employee is going to be, a low-level employee is going to lose. This is advice we may hear on a few of the upcoming episodes from Pete. Sometimes you just have to get out. It's not being weak or entitled. Sometimes there is no fixing a situation and leaving is the only solution. As the author of The Arsonist in the Office and as a workplace consultant and public speaker, Pete continues to give great advice. He'll be back in two weeks' time with another mini-episode of Advice, and I'll be back in a full week, and I'll be back with a full episode next week. Until then, good luck at work. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.